Welcome, welcome to another episode of Dad Can We Talk. I'm your host, Anthony Ray. And today is episode 42. <clears throat> and today is a special day, another special day, because we are starting our partnership with Six O'Clock Studios, where we are located right now, man. So shout out to my man, T. Whitey. Man, you look out for me. I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate everything you're doing for me, uh, looking out for me, man. So definitely much love. If y'all need some studio time, if y'all want to do a, a photo shoot, of you need if you're an artist and you need a uh, uh, an interview, a podcast interview, man, holla at my man at six o'clock studio, straight up and down like six o'clock. Holla at my man T Whitey on Facebook at six o'clock studio. And holla at him, man, if you need that work. But today, I'm sitting here with my man, Andre Felder. We're going to get it in today, man. You know, y'all know what we do at Dad Can We Talk. We talk all things fatherhood. And today, I'm just excited to talk with this man right here, man. We've known each other since. Well, we will go back to what? Metcalf days, right? Um, Bishop, Bishop, Bishop. Cause what Bishop, element man. you went to? I went to Rollins. So you were at Rollins. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So we go all the way back to sixth grade. Uh, I'm pretty man. sure I played bas grade. basketball on, on, with you at Metcalf. Though, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, Northeast Gainesville. You know, we 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 both grew up in that same area, man. But we definitely went to school together mm -hmm. since sixth grade, man. So our relationship goes way back. Way, way, way back, man. So, uh, over the years, you know, I, 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 I paid attention to my brother, man, and I, I seen that he was a father. Seen that he was married, and I'm like, okay, I can't wait to get my brother on here, man. You know, to really get it, get it in, man, because it looked like he's doing some great things, man. You know, um, he definitely ain't Andre that I knew from uh from middle school. <laughs> You know, in high school, man. So, yeah, I, I'm excited to really get his perspective, to hear his experience on fatherhood, man. So, we gonna get it in. So, the way I like to start out every interview, man. My first question I always ask is, what was your relationship like with your dad? Uh, that can be a little complicated of a question. Yeah. Um, but. I got a, uh, I call him a sperm donor. Yeah, <laughs> sperm donor, a biological yeah. father. Um, him, him, and my mom split when I was like nine months, and I haven't really had a relationship with him. It's kind of awkward every time I come go around him. But like right after that, my mom um, stepped in with my stepfather. Okay. Um, and he's been with me since I was nine months. Yeah. And so I view him when I say pops or dad. That's okay. automatically who I think of. Um, and I had a great relationship with him. Uh, he was always, ever since I can remember, he was always there when I needed him. He wasn't the, the mushy, gushy type of father figure. He was more of the provider type, and I'm going to instill some fear in you. Okay. <laughs> uh, instill some fear so we know I can keep you, I can keep you in line. That's a, he kept us in line by instilling fear in us, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. Um, but nonetheless, he was, he was real cool. He taught us about a lot of life lessons. Um, he, I still keep in contact with him through this day. I mean, to this day, it's been a 
whenever I need to really talk about something, I can always call him. I know he's going to pick up the phone or at least he's going to call me back. Um, but that's been, it's been gravy, man. I just, I couldn't ask for a more powerful or a, a better father figure from my perspective. Yeah. Um, and I mean, even for sperm donor, he was, when I needed a scooter in the ninth grade, he sent me $300 to get that. So, I mean, I'll, I'll talk okay. to him maybe once every five years or something yeah. like that. But I appreciate that scooter. Yeah. <laughs> so, as you've grown older, have you, has it ever just, has he ever, like, ever just come around and have y'all ever really had that talk as you've gotten older? Um, We tried... He, it seems like every time I try to bring it up, yeah, he's open to the idea, but it's such an awkward situation, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's such an uh-huh. awkward situation. He's like, um, uh-huh. yeah, one of these days we're going to have that talk, son. Yeah. I'm like, okay, I look forward to it, Pops. Yeah. <laughs> man, seven years later. <laughs> nothing. Ten years later, nothing, nothing come, come creeping across. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, he, he throw little things here and there. Um Give me little little hints here and there uh, about how to how to have a good relationship uh, with with um, your significant other. I should say yeah. that. Um, but other than that, now nah, I mean, we just try to <laughs> try to avoid that awkward conversation, even yeah. though we shouldn't. <laughs> we really shouldn't, because I know he would he would spill the beans on everything he know. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just one of the things you can't get over. I can't get over. It. Yeah, yeah, it, man, it, it, it's definitely a difficult conversation, man, you know, knowing from experience, you know, me and my dad yeah. having that conversation was not, <clears throat> it wasn't any, it, it wasn't, you know, a nice conversation, you know, we, we kind of went in and um, I would say more than anything, I went in yeah. and, you know, and it came I could I think I could have done it better mm-hmm. because when after me and him had that conversation in the midst of an argument that wasn't necessarily an argument between me and him but I was dealing with him on something that he had going on with my brother and my sister mm-hmm. and I just took it as an opportunity to like go in and I just kind of yeah. let him know how I feel you know and how my brother and my sisters feel also right and he kind of felt some type of way about it, said what he had to say. And I'm just like, man, whatever. Like, I really don't care, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, and he felt how he felt. And I said some things and I felt like I hurt his feelings. You know, I I, I, I do. That's, I, I would say that's one thing I think I regret. I was a little hard, you know. But I think it was something he needed at the time. Right. Because, like, when I tell you I went in... I ain't hold back no punches, bro. Yeah. I went in, man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I said, I had that fear factor <laughs> in me, boy. Yeah. yeah <laughs> um, but you get to a certain point in life where you realize, look, oh, it's all on the table now. Yeah. It's all on the table. You got to know how I'm feeling. Um, and I got to know how you feeling. Yeah. About everything. Um I didn't. I just wasn't that. I wasn't that ball. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah bro. Nah, I had too many close contacts. <laughs> too yeah, many man. close ones. So, <laughs> what I what I would say, you know, when you do have that conversation mm-hmm. with him, I think it it's good. You know, make sure it's like you know mutual. 
mm-hmm. both sides, you know, know it's coming. And y'all, you know, just do it in that, in a way to where it's a mature conversation, you know. Don't hold anything back, but like I said, I, if if I regret anything about it, I just regret the way that I went about it. Right, right. Because like, you know, I said a lot of things that I didn't necessarily mean, but I will say this, I think it pierced him to his heart to hear those things, mm-hmm. you know, and to hear that raw emotion come out. And he called me maybe two weeks later after that, and he apologized. And ever since then, bro, literally, bro, that was maybe September 2019. Ever since yeah. then, bro, oh, we've been good, bro. Like, for real, for real. Like, we built a great relationship. Like, we talk almost every other day now, you know. That's great, man. So, but it came from that one conversation right, right. where I, like, I spazzed on that man, bro. Like, almost he was like just you, some person in the streets. Yeah, I almost feel like you kind of broke the ice there. You yeah. know what I'm saying? The ice that has been there for a long time. Yeah. And you kind of just broke through it. And that's awesome, man. That's awesome. I don't feel like there's um, necessarily that ice factor yeah. with me. I mean, there's. I'm sure there's some, some things um, that we... That we definitely could uh, chat about, but I don't, I don't know. I'm not so certain that it would be have that significant of an impact. Yeah. Um, because like I said, we have such an um. When I say my dad, I'm still I'm talking about my stepfather. Yeah. Um, and we have such a like a great relationship that we don't. I mean, I don't really see it getting much much better. I mean, I guess we yeah. can talk more frequently. Um, but everybody got busy lives, man. I just don't. I the only person I really talk to on a daily basis is my wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, shout out to the wives out there, man. Agreed. Shout out to wifey. Oh, yeah. shout, shout out to uh, Six O'clock Studios too, man. Yeah. I gotta say this is um quite the nice studio. I I was amazed when I walked in here. Yeah, it's real sweet, man. Got lights going everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> got the real good vibe studio vibe going on. Got these comfy chairs here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Shout out to you. Appreciate that. Yes, uh, Six O'clock Studios, man. T Whitey, boy, mm-hmm. you real? That's a real dude right there, man. So. <clears throat> what was your first reaction when you found out that you was about to become a father? Um, well, <laughs> I'm going to be straight with you now. Yeah. I'm going to be straight. A lot of people don't know this. Yeah. Um, when I first found out, I, I was a freshman. I, I met my wife as a freshman in college. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was literally summer B. Yeah. Um, and I met my wife, and you know, one thing led to another. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, like it was like three months later, man. She's like, "I'm, I'm pregnant." <laughs> yeah. I'm a freshman in college, man. I got so my whole life. 18, I, I, I barely. I mean, I know. I know she's the one. You know. Yeah. Right now, she's my. She's my girlfriend. I know. I know she's the one. But I got, I don't, I don't, I mean, do I know it like 100%? Yeah. I'm scared. All right. I'm terrified. Um, So, I, I didn't, I didn't know what to do. We both overreacted. Um, We both regret the decision, but we had, at that time, we had an abortion. Yeah. Um, We, I, I remember talking to her, man, we were just sitting down, and we were just, just, just crying, man. Yeah. We were just crying because we know, 
that our actions led to this bad decision. Okay. Uh, that's never something that one wants to admit. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we regret it to this <clears> day. Um, so we decided, okay, we won't do that again, ever. We never, mm-hmm. ever, ever going to do that again. Um, we was young, dumb, living life on the flywheel, man. We just just doing things. Um, but as I got over, older and I got into graduate school, we, we kind of had a consensual talk that, okay, this is probably, we're both young. I think we were 21, 22 at the time. Um, and we was like, Okay, I think it's time we can. It's so you know it's okay to probably start. You never can't get started um, too late in life. Is was our yeah. was our thing, and um and we're never ever going to be ready to have yeah. a baby. Okay, so we're going to force the issue. No, because at this point she's my fiance. Yeah. Um, uh, she yeah she's my fiance at this point. We were about to get we had the marriage um the wedding scheduled, and she. And we decided that you know we're gonna try, we're gonna try, man. About dog it, uh, one month later. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was excited Ooh. because I was, uh, I was in, um, I was in, I was in graduate school, and she texted me a picture of the uh, the, the pregnancy stick. Yeah, and, um, I got up in class, bro. I got up in class, <laughs> <laughs> and I was, I was just, I was happy. I was like, bro, bro, check this out, check this out. I was happy at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I, I just knew how such a grave mistake that we made earlier. Yeah. I just kind of want re- we're in redemption. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I didn't. I could have. We could have made it, man. We yeah. Could, we didn't. We didn't have to do that. Um. But now I'm like, okay. Now that I'm about to really, I'm about to really be a father. So it was exciting to me. Um. At the same time, I was like, I was nervous. <clears throat> like, uh oh. I was like, like uh, <laughs> you like you get into a car for the first time. Like, oh, I'm nice. I got a car, but okay, I'm in here now. Yeah. Where my keys at? Okay. Uh oh, how you turn it on? Okay. How you roll down the windows? How you put this thing in park? How you put this thing in reverse? I don't. Okay, give me a manual. Oh crap, man! Ain't no manual to this thing. (laughs) It ain't no manual to it. So I'm I'm real analytical with things. I like to do a lot of research with stuff, and so that's when I kind of I was like, there's there's no manual to it, and it was. It was nerve-wracking for me because I didn't have any direction. Mm-hmm. So, me and my wife had a talk, and we just like we like we're just gonna get through it. We're going one day at a time. That's all we can do. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's been it's been gravy ever since that. It's been yeah. gra- I mean, I ain't gonna say all gravy, but yeah, <laughs> gravy it's been enough. um, it's been exciting. It has been an adventure, uh, very much so an adventure. But the first one was planned. The first one okay. was planned. That was oh, not, okay. I'm gonna say that the first child was planned. The second pregnancy was planned. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And how old is your oldest now? She's eight now. Eight. She's so eight. you've been in the game for eight years. Eight eight Ooh. years, man. She's um she's quite the she's quite the child. I, I love her to death, man. Yeah. I love her. That's the easiest thing about parenthood. Yeah. Loving your children. Yeah. <laughs> gonna love them. Yeah. It don't matter how mad how, how mad them jokers make you, or oh, you gonna love them. And, and, and interesting thing about that is, you know, I always. I always look at, you know, our relationship with our children. And I always say it helped me understand the love of God. Because it's like, as much as my kids mess up, as much as my kids do wrong, as much 
Bro, I can tell them the same. Ain't, I can. I do yeah. tell them <laughs> the same thing over and over and over and over and over. Bro, it's like never ending, bro. Mm-hmm. Right. The right. same stuff, and they just don't do it. Yeah. And I feel like they know they they don't do it. Like right, they know, right. like, dang, daddy just said this. Mm-hmm. I'm still gonna do it. That's it. Like for real, bro. Like, and I just be like, what are y'all? Like, Bro, we just had this talk. <laughs> and as That's mad it. as they can get me, you know, sometimes, you know, I put them in the bed mm-hmm. and I'm just mad. Boom, I go to sleep. Bro, that next morning, these kids wake up and they come right back to me. Mm-hmm. Like nothing didn't even happen mm-hmm. the previous night. Isn't that crazy? And then I'm just like, dang, they're my babies. Yeah. Like, and it's like, and then I can forget it. Like, right. Oh, yeah. I mean, even my kids. Right, right. You know, right. and it's like, man, how much if we're as men mm-hmm. can do that? Think about God, bro. I think about that frequently, man. man. Bro. I think about that that dichotomy right there, and like frequently. I, you say it helps us understand the love, of God. the love of God. It's you don't really. I thought I had an idea. Of how much God loves us, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I didn't. You and you. Do, I mean, to all those people who don't, you know, it's not as not a father yet, mm-hmm. or not a parent yet. <clears throat> it changes your perception right. on life. Your perspective on life just changes. Um, everything that you cared about or what's cared about, it just gets altered a little bit in in a more honing way toward your children mm-hmm. uh, and I feel whenever I get into a jam or especially with my spiritual life uh, I'm like man how, do, how does God want me to re- react in this situation or how does God want me to 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 treat someone I think about okay I, I, I literally think about the conversation that I have with my children because I know that's the same kind of relationship that he has with us. And it's a one of a kind, um, unconditional type of love that you don't, like I said, you don't understand until you're a parent. Mm-hmm. I thought like I could say, I thought I understood, but I didn't. Yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, don't, I don't think we can. I don't really think you can fathom it without yeah. having a child. Honestly, bro, you know, you just, you just don't. No, it's a whole different thing, you know. Like I just, and that's why I, I count it as a blessing right. to be a father because I, I honestly don't think that, you know, you can ever really understand, you know, when, it, when a child hasn't come from you, and you can look in that look that child in the face and literally see yourself, bro, mm-hmm. and everything that this child does, you see yourself in this child. And it's like literally, bro. Nothing can separate you from that child. Right. Nothing right. can separate your love. Like nothing can take that love away from that child. Right. Bro, right. it's like as mad as I'm talking about, bro. And children, and people that don't have children don't understand, mm. bro. <clears throat> it ain't nothing like your child that can make you mad. <laughs> Boy, a child can. They know how to work your nerves. Nerds, absolutely. <laughs> because it's like, okay, you have people on the job that make you mad, but mm-hmm. you ain't sleeping with them. Right, right. They don't live at your house. Mm-hmm. You're not responsible for that person. Uh-huh. 
with your child, it's like, bro, you are, they are, they look to you mm-hmm. for everything that they need. Mm-hmm. You have to take care of this child. You have to love, you have to nourish them. You, you are their parent. <clears throat> your coworker ain't that. Right, <clears throat> right. You know, even your, your wife ain't even that. Mm-hmm. You know, this child, literally, they can't even take care of themselves. Right. Right. So it's like, in that way, it's like there's nothing like a child mm-hmm. that's yours, bro. It's, so when if you don't have that, bro, it's, it's hard to, like they say, uh, it's hard to uh, for cops to simulate real life situations. Right. Bro, right. it ain't no simulating having this child. But when that child is yours and they live in you, it ain't nothing else that... You will never until you experience it. Right, right. You don't know, bro. It's and they always man. looking to you for guidance. And the thing is, your coworkers don't really look to you for guidance at all. Um, it's a very, very special. I the most special gift, other than my wife. Yeah, um, straight up. Um, is being able to father children. Mm-hmm. It has been remarkable. Oh, just Straight the things up. that have I have learned, um, and the, going back to God's love, it's I always want what's best for you. Mm-hmm. Know that you don't know that yet. Your parents tell you that all yeah. the time, right? Straight I up. know what's best for you. I know what's best for you. Ah, whatever, mom. You don't know nothing. You know that. <laughs> you don't right. know. I, I'm trying to tell you, stay <laughs> away from that knife. Okay. All right. You don't you, you don't listen to me. Okay, now you you just cut yourself. All right. Pick up that glass slowly. Okay, you don't do that. You cut yourself. All right. You know, don't go walk look both ways when you cross the street. Okay. Okay, you don't do that. Okay, now I got to save your life. Okay. <laughs> Straight up. It's just one of those things. I, like God, we do stuff all the time that he don't <clears throat> like or that he cautions us against. Straight up. He loves us anyway, but he always wants what's best for us. All right. And so I'm, I'm just keep referring to that, um, that analogy you gave because that's exactly, that's exactly how I feel. Nothing like it, bro. Man, I know we preaching today. <laughs> y'all, listen, if y'all don't understand, and, and it's another thing when you don't understand the love of God, and I know everybody that listen to to this might not believe God and all that, but there's two believers right here, so uh. We understand this love of God, bro. It's like it just make you so so grateful, you know, to know that regardless of what I do, mm-hmm. you know, and I and for that reason, you don't want to take advantage of that because you know, mm-hmm. like, even though you know, I ain't gonna we'll go all day on that we right sure there. We would. We would. I'm just stop right there <laughs> because we're gonna go for too long on this right here. <laughs> But y'all just know <clears throat> the the love that you have for your child is the same love that God has for you. Mm-hmm. I'ma leave it there. If y'all want to know more about that, hit me up. <laughs> but we gonna stop <laughs> because boy, I know we gonna go a little too long. Mm-hmm. Um, now that you know, so you have a uh, you have two girl, one I girl, a, I got a, uh, yeah, eight year old girl. Six-year-old boy, okay, and now an almost one-year-old boy. So you went 
two years and then five. Two years. Yeah, boy, let me tell you that. When I laugh, boy, Ooh. I snuck up on us, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a snake, boy. <laughs> like, snuck up on us, boy. <laughs> so what, you, you want more? No, we yeah, done, man. Yeah, was we over. was content at two. Yep. We was content. I promise you we were. But I say, God, I have we had other, things, other things in plan, apparently. Yeah. God had other things planned for us. Yeah. <clears throat> so now that, okay, you got these three children, mm-hmm. you have this wife, you work. Mm-hmm. How do you balance? How do you? We got these 24 hours in a day. How do you make time for all of these different things in your life? Like, How do you yeah. balance that, bro? Um, <clears throat> they say that necessity is the father of invention. Mm-hmm. I believe that. that's, that's how it goes. Um that's one of the more challenging things in my current life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's, that's more, it's, it's just, it's a very difficult task. Um, but how I manage it is having an extremely, extremely strong wife mm-hmm. um, and having a calendar. <laughs> yeah. If it ain't in the calendar, it's not getting done. Yeah. Um, it's it's extremely difficult to make time for yourself um, when you have when you pull it in so many different directions. It, it's a it's a beautiful thing to be busy, um, mm-hmm. as long as you're being productive. Mm-hmm. This is is what I is what I usually say. These kids, they make it productive. They don't. Um, they make it keep you busy and productive, and you don't. You never want to be busy and unproductive. Um, mm-hmm. My wife handles a lot of that, of the coordinating uh, extracurricular activities. Um, everything they do with the calendar, she basically handles. Um, she does a lot of the cooking. Um, I do a lot of the cleaning now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> no, I do a lot of the household <laughs> stuff because I have two days typically off throughout the week. Um, but she's grinding too. She's even busier than I am. Yeah. Um, and it's challenging, but it's very rewarding because you can see the fruits. You can see as your children get older, um, the people that they're becoming. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it and it makes it seem as though all your work is in not in vain. Mm-hmm. It's one thing, you know what I'm saying, you, you're doing all this and you really can't see your, your the fruits of it. But when you can see it, it get, actually gives you motivation to do more. Not mm-hmm. only do more, but it be fit, be more efficient in doing more, right? Mm-hmm. Or doing, doing the same amount of work, but being more efficient with it. Um, and that has been, that has been a, a golden ticket for me is efficiency. Uh, gotta, gotta, mm. Got the same amount of time, right? But you have to learn to do more in that time. I'm, but I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm, the children wouldn't be in half the stuff they are in if it weren't for my wife. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> um, but so she kind of delegate things and let me just be the delivery man. All right. Yeah. <laughs> tell me, I'll go here. I'm gonna go there. When I leave work, I'm going. I'm going there. You know. Yeah. Uh, on my days off, I'm I'm at home. I'm taking care of the house. Whatever. 
I'm taking players to, to karate or cheerleading or what have you or oh, Girl Scouts, all this other stuff. All, every other, and then you got this crying baby in the background, and mm, 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 it's mm, a mm. it's a lot going on. But it's what I almost traumatized me when you said it just now. <laughs> it's a, but it's very rewarding, man. I, I just I can't emphasize that enough. It's it's worth it to me. Um, and sometimes I actually get, I sit back and I'm like, if I was if I was single and didn't have any kids, what on earth would I be doing? For real, for real, for real. I have no idea. I I was like I would be bored out of my mind. <laughs> um. Trying to call friends and figure out what you're doing today. Everybody working these days, mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's it. That's how I'm giving kudos to my wife for that question, man. Yeah. Real talk. <laughs> yeah, it's <clears throat> it's definitely a blessing, man, to have that significant other there because you know it can get hard, bro. Like that's one of my I think one of my biggest struggles mm-hmm. is having now I I make do like. Now, my situation is different. Like, I handle a lot of that stuff. Right. Like, setting this up and going it. Like, I have to do a lot of that stuff, man. And it is, it is draining, bro. It's right. like, it's, and that's why I, I do, I give a lot of kudos to women that do do that stuff. <laughs> because I do it myself. Right, right. And I'm just like. Yeah, it, 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 it's, it's definitely real. It's, this here is not for the weak heart. Uh, right, you know, it ain't right. for the weak hearted whatsoever, man. You know, and I know there's a lot of people <clears throat> that would get in these situations and faint, bro. Literally, mm-hmm. you know, because it's so hard, man, to keep, you know, I think fatherhood ain't for the weak hearted. Mm-hmm. You know, marriage definitely, definitely ain't for the weak hearted. Like, <laughs> I said to every man out there, listen. <laughs> Boy, if you ain't got the stomach and a strong mind, just stay single. Have just keep your time and stuff to yourself, you know. And I tell people this all the time, you know, just don't put the woman through that. Right. If you know you ain't ready for that, mm-hmm. don't put that woman through that, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you ain't got kids yet, Keep them kids where they at, you know, because right. you don't want to put those kids through that. Right. You know, if you ain't, if you ain't ready for this type of stuff, man, it's it's real, man. This boy, you, you talking about balancing this time? Because you got to think, like, and you like me with three kids, mm-hmm. bro. You have to literally make time. I know it's something that I, I try to, I intentionally do. I try to have time with every one of my children individually. Mm-hmm. I want to make time just to spend with my son. Right, right. I have a son and two girls. I want to make time to just spend with my right, oldest right. daughter. <clears throat> and I want to make time for my youngest daughter, mm-hmm. where it's just me and her. Mm-hmm. And I also, imperative, if you married up to listen, <laughs> make time for your wife. Mm-hmm. If you do not, you will <laughs> probably be divorced after a while. And I'm just letting y'all know that, you know, because there was a time in my life where I didn't make time for my wife and I paid for it. Right. You know, right. our marriage was on the rocks. <laughs> Literally. I'm talking about, well, we finna fall off the rocks, right. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so 
it's very difficult to make that time. And then if you work, mm-hmm. you got better make time for that job. Because if you don't make time for your job, guess what's going to happen? You're going to be divorced from them too. Right, right. <laughs> and they're going to let kick you to the curb, you know. And then you got other things, extracurricular activity. You right. got to make time for yourself. And that's one th- I say that's my biggest problem. Mm-hmm. I never really make time for myself. Right. You know, and a lot of people always tell me, you know, bro, you got to really make time for yourself. Right. And that's something that I've started doing, you know. And I wanted to ask you that. How do you make time for yourself? You know, because over the years, I found myself just being so inactive, like mm-hmm. physically, you know, like I was always, always playing basketball, you know, hooping. Just going out doing this and that, but over the years, man, I just found myself like last year, bro. I, I played basketball one time, bro. Mm. Yeah, and it ain't hit me until one day. I'm like, dog, when was the last time I actually played? Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking like, dang, bro, I ain't played basketball in a whole year. Right, right. It's easy to neglect yourself, man. It's real easy when you got so much going on and you have so much to provide for. You can, I, I can, I'll be all right. You know what I'm saying? I, I'll be all right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wake up call was when I went to the, <clears throat> when I went to the doctor and they told me my A1C, A1, um, A1C was going up. Mm-hmm. Um, that means basically your sugar levels, um, like you're getting close to being a diabetic. Um, and I was like, hold up now. I know I, I picked up a couple pounds, yeah. you know, I picked, uh, um, or whatever, but I was like, oh, something got to change. If I don't take care of my health. The whole rodeo stops. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everything stops. Um, so I just, like I said, it's important. For me, I have like two days off typically throughout the week. Um, that's how I'm able to get my time in. That's mm-hmm. when I actually picked up running two day, two years ago. And that's what I do. On my yeah. days off, I just run. I just run. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that has been, it's been extremely calming for me um, as, you know, as far as like relaxation wise, I can chill, sit back I, as I'm running, listen to podcasts, listening. Can mm-hmm. dad, can we talk as I'm running yeah. or something like that? And um, and go to doctors, everything. I mean, I lost the weight back and my numbers are back to normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was a reality check for me. But like, okay, Andre, don't don't get so preoccupied with life when mm-hmm. you when you're neglecting your own personal life. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, the hardest thing for me, you were saying, one of the hard things for me is making time for each individual child. Yeah. Now, a lot of times, I mean, I made a promise to myself, Andre, you're gonna make. I got. I'm gonna make more time for my children. Um, this coming year, that was one of my New Year's resolutions. Mm-hmm. And um, it's one thing when you have them all together. That's frequently we that yeah. frequently happens to, to have them individually. To have mm-hmm. that individual time is important. That's something I, I lack in because they are pretty much always together. Yeah, Unfortunately, my son has karate. He does that by himself. Yeah. My daughter has cheerleading. She does that by himself. Mm-hmm. And little Lennox, sometimes, I mean, uh, the baby, he don't really care yeah, right now. Baby. He don't really care <laughs> yeah, right now. <laughs> um, but that's, so I try to capture those moments. I try to be uninterrupted in those moments so I can pay attention to them and engage with them mm-hmm. during that time. So they know when they look up, when they doing that punch or when they doing that flip, they look up, they see daddy there. Mm-hmm. You know, see daddy That's paying real. attention and rooting them on. I think that does more for their subconscious than any school can. 
Okay. Um, as far as character development. That's real. Um, so I just, that, that that's a great point, but making individual time for them. Because they want to know, that in their little minds, mm-hmm. they think their world is all about them. Right? Yeah. They're worried about, Straight okay, up. who cares about me? They don't care about your your electricity bill. They don't care about rent. They don't care about none of that. <laughs> At all. They, about, <laughs> um, they just want to know, does do daddy, does daddy care about me? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Does, does mommy care about me? And the way that you can show them that is having uninterrupted time with them. Or mm-hmm. showing them that you care about the things they care about. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of times, you can't get them. You won't get children to, a lot of times, to care about things you care about. Mm-hmm. It, from my experience, it doesn't happen. Straight so up. you have to care about things they care about. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, Lord have mercy. If I hear about this, Roblox. <laughs> One more time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Roblox uh, uh, um, Among Us um, it's two little video games that they play now but that's uh, he really my son really enjoys it um, so I have to engage into that aspect of his life to, because if you notice like, you start talking to him about cars or you start talking to him about um, something that he don't care about he's going to tune out he's going to start spacing out yeah. but you get into him with some Roblox oh, or some over. He gonna engage. He's, He's gonna old. engage. Like, oh, Daddy's talking to me. Oh, I'm gonna talk yeah. back. Uh, yeah. He can actually. You're communicating with him now. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a, it's been that's been a huge tip I've learned as yeah. a father to care about what they care about. That's real. You know, um, same thing with my daughter. Uh, I think it's gonna be pretty much the case for all children, uh, from my perspective. That's real. Mm-hmm. That's real. Man, I was playing. Uh, I I got my son a uh, Nintendo 64, and I bought him a little wrestling game. Man. I went in his room last week and played that game with him. This man was in heaven. Yeah, and, oh, he was just—he was just so into it, and I, I'm just like looking at him the whole time while we playing. He would just get him, Daddy. I'm, I'm gonna get. Him. I'm just like this man is right. into this thing. He just now every day he's like, Daddy, you want to play WWE? Yeah. I mean, if I get a little time, we right. were, let, let me get my work done. Right. Then I'll come play with you for 10 minutes. Right, you right. Know, we're going to... He enjoy it. If you can still... I mean, those... I mean, and this is... Em, memories are created not from actions, but actions and emotions. That's real. Um. So if if they are actively engaged with you and they have a, creating an emotional bond with you, mm-hmm. doing something they love to do, that's just something they're going to remember. That's real. Growing up. You think about all your childhood memories growing up. Typically, it has a lot of strong emotion or yeah, something, some so activity real, and strong bro. emotion with it, especially the powerful memories that you have. Um, especially, so when they look back, I'm like, oh, I remember, man, when when my dad used to play WWE with me, playing tennis okay. before. We had a good time. That's uh, but that's you real. think, I mean, you can spend, thing is, you can spend all this money going to Disney World and Lego World and all this stuff. But if you are not engaging into what they want to do, even at the park, it probably won't be a good memory for them. Mm-hmm. And this is why we're in this thing, basically, to give our children good memories and foster, you know, and to have them be good characters, mm-hmm. basically, uh, to have good characteristics. And I found that to be. The epitome of what I want to do as a father. That's you know? real. That's real, mm. man. Mm. Y'all fathers out there listening, man. Listen, spend time with your children. Create those yes, bonds. Sir. Create that time with them because time is limited. 
It's a precious commodity. And you ain't getting it back once it's gone. That's it. So That's just, I got to say that to y'all, man. Money come and go <clears throat> for that time. I'm going to keep on. Okay. Keep on ticking. Can't yes, get that sir. Back. Have you ever experienced the negative stereotypes of black fathers? Have you ever felt that or noticed it? Um, I like more of a black man, but rather a black father. Um, the only thing I can think of in regards to that, like off the spot, is like going to the grocery store, right? <laughs> and you have your three children with yeah. you. People looking at you kind of strange, yeah, because they're not used to seeing it. <laughs> <laughs> they not they're not used to seeing it, and I found that people will engage, like people will, like especially, um, like the older ladies or whatever. They okay, like, oh, you they, so, <laughs> they so cute. They, you talking? <laughs> keep in mind, they people that would never talk to you. Okay, uh, if you didn't have your children with you, but they see a black father. Let's okay. All of a sudden, I am less intimidating, right? All mm-hmm. of a sudden, I. I care about society because I care about my children. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just just the extra eyeballs that I get from, like, walking the store with my th- three children is, I mean, probably the only thing I can really think of that I've experienced as a, um, a black father. That's right. Because I just don't think it's, it's common. I mean, think about the last time you saw a, a, a father alone, not with his wife, go into the store with uh with his children it's just mm-hmm. doesn't doesn't look it's just not very common so that's real that's real and, and, and it's so funny that you say that because that's that's the stuff those are some of the reasons why i started this podcast mm-hmm. you know because i felt like you know there's other fathers out there like me mm-hmm. you know because i would get those same looks mm-hmm. and you know i get the whole you, you know we, we get the oh you know so you know, so so uh, cute that dad is out with the mm-hmm, kids, like mm-hmm. right, right. Always out with my kids. Mm-hmm. Like, my wife at work. Mm-hmm. Even it's my a- children, <laughs> you know. And it's like, like I, I, and I always say I do understand the sentiment. Mm-hmm. You know, I do understand that. You know, in the past it wasn't something that happened. Right, you know? right. I do understand that, and I do understand. You know. That there are a lot of fathers that aren't handling their business like they should. I do understand. I I promise I understand mm-hmm. it. But then my thing always be, what I'm I'm just, this is what I'm supposed to do. Right. right. Like, a uh, guy I listened to named Show Baraka. Show Baraka said in one of his songs, he said, he had this one line and he says, I'm getting praised for activities a father should perform. And when he said that in the song, I'm like, so like, mm-hmm. I'm getting praised for activities that a father should perform. Mm-hmm. Ain't nothing that I'm doing special. Right, right. Ain't nothing extravagant and extraordinary about what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I am literally bringing my kids to the grocery <laughs> store because we need some food. Right. At the house. <laughs> like, what the heck? right. Like we can't we need some bread at the oh, house. Oh my goodness. This just happened like what yes um I think yesterday or the day before yesterday. Um I was talking to my wife and my son had woke up and he was like, um that 
Mommy, I made up my bed and I got my, I ate my breakfast and I'm all ready for school. Um, so on driving to school, she's like, um, so mommy, um, can, can I get something from the dollar store? Uh, can I get some dollar store since I did all, uh, I did my chores? Um, my wife said, my wife say, um, son, uh, that's what you're supposed to do. Uh, I'm not going to yeah. reward you every time you do something that you're supposed to all do. Right. Now, the minute that you start expecting something for something you're supposed to do, that's the minute you don't get anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Straight up. But yeah, so I just, it just reminded me of that. Just getting, just wanting, uh, or not necessarily wanting something, but getting getting stuff for something that you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's a culture thing that we have to change. And the only way we can change it is by doing it more. That's real. You know what I'm saying? Man, and the, another, the next part, I know, I'm going to have to paraphrase it. The next part of that that verse in that song he said I get a praise for activities of fathership perform then he said something like thank you but is there grace for me is there grace for me when I'm broken and feeling shameful mm, mm. And he's speaking in terms of just being a dad. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, I get praised for all of these things that I should be doing right. when I do that. But is there grace for me? Mm-hmm. When I'm tired, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm broken and beaten down, you know, mm-hmm. when, I, when I'm worn down by, by life, you know, when I'm not doing everything right, right you right. know, when I'm, when I'm struggling mm-hmm. with this thing called life, when I'm struggling with fatherhood, when I'm struggling as a husband, you know, is there grace for me mm-hmm. in those times? Because I'm trying. Right, right. Definitely trying every day. So when I fall short, is there grace for me? Mm. And a lot of times there isn't right. for fathers. Right. You know, because I know there's so many men mm-hmm. out here that, you know, we try so hard, you know, and this is something that I deal with personally. Everybody see this, this great man, you know, mm-hmm. people look at the Facebook and like, oh, okay, you know, they see me with my kids, they see mm-hmm. me with my wife, you know, and I get so much praise on the daily, right? you know, for doing what I just do, right. you know, this is, it's just my life. But people like my wife see mm-hmm. me every day. Right, right. She see the times when I ain't the best father, mm-hmm. you know, she see, and she, she hears me when I can sit down and talk with her and express how I know so many things that I feel like, right. you know, I'm very self-conscious, mm-hmm. you know, I know at times, you know, I ain't reading to my father, my, to my, to my, to my children like I, like I could, right, right, like I should, mm-hmm. or even like I used to, mm-hmm. you know, I, I, I'm not, you know, I, at times, you know, I wasn't playing the video games with my son. The reason why I went to play with him last week, because I had just talked with my wife the previous week. Like, my son came to me one day and he was like, Daddy, can we go outside and throw the football? Mm-hmm. And I was, bro, listen, I was so tired. That Beat, day, man. Bro. I was so tired, bro. I'm talking about, man, like, I was just worn out, bro, mentally. Yeah. Just, just tired, bro. Yeah. I'm just being honest, bro. Like I was, I'm tired. 
so worn out, man. And it was on a Thursday. Thursdays are my long days. Thursdays are days where my wife works from 11 to 8. So when I get off work, I go straight to pick up the kids like I do every day. But then I'm with the kids for the rest of the day. Ain't no break. Daddy, can I get this? Daddy, can I get this? Man, bro. And it was just when he said that that day, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I just told him, I was like, man, we, daddy tired. Right, right. And he was like, we don't never throw the football Mm -hmm. no more. And I felt so bad right. in that oh moment, Oh, my goodness. Bro. Yes, sir. Felt so bad. Mm-hmm. And I, I went out there and I threw the football with him for a little while. And that took away from my... I'm like, bro, I just want to lay down right, right. now. Right. I want y'all to just go in the room. Just let daddy get a piece of mind yeah. for a quick second. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm on the edge right now. See, and that's that's why that, sent, that, that phrase that you just said about that artist is powerful. Right, because you said, "Do we uh, do we get grace?" Mm-hmm. And, and a lot of times, actually, we don't, because mm-hmm. that's what they that's what it is expected of us, right? Mm-hmm. When the people see a black father, that's what that, you're gonna be in that room playing mm-hmm. video games, or you're gonna be in that room ignoring your children, right? That, that that's not that's not allowed, mm-hmm. right? Because I mean, because that's what that's as a, for a good father, because that's what that what they expect from you. Right, you right. can't just have a time to yourself where all of a sudden now, okay, now my he just another black father not doing nothing with his children. Yeah, all right, you know what I'm saying? So it's just it's it's a it's a weird it's a weird situation that we're in. We all we got to be 100 all the time, all the time, all the time. Man. And but it's good that sometimes we you don't have to don't have to care about public perception, right? Yeah, that's you know, real. I, so I, real, bro. It, it's about what them kids it's about what them kids think and what my wife thinks. All right, and other than that. The rest is for the birds, you ask me. That's real. And um, what, what's so important about that, and I give my wife so much credit for this, she never beat me down about that stuff. Mm-hmm. I beat myself down about mm-hmm. it. And then my wife, she all just like, it is, you know, it's all good. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I mean, do what you can, you know. Right. And as much as you can make the time, make the time. That's you know? it. Like, but we all got stuff we can work on. Mm-hmm. That's it. And it just always brings me back. That's wonderful, man. I was talking about this the other day. Um, we get this for some, I'm gonna say good fathers, no fathers out there. Yeah, um, we get this guilt trip when we don't entertain our children. Like mm-hmm. we're not the, for, at least for me. Yeah. When I'm real. not able to throw my kids around the trampoline or throw them in the pool or um, you know do anything with them, I I get I feel guilty inside. Like, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be there to entertain them. You know what I'm saying? They look for daddy for entertainment, you know, mm-hmm. as a, at least a source of entertainment. Um, then I had to think, man, I was like, the fathers are not, it should not be synonymous with entertainment. I'm not here. I'm not here to entertain you, mm-hmm. right? As a father, <clears throat> I'm here to instill values in you. To make sure that you are the best citizen and the best person that you can be, mm-hmm. especially in God's eyes. Um, but sometimes I get that get that confused. Granted, you want to spend time with you, you want to engage. That's good. But at the end of the day, I'm not here to solely to just entertain you. You know what I'm saying? So I can't. Mm-hmm. I shouldn't feel guilty. That's real. Because I can't play football or because I can't throw the football around. 
because I, I need time for myself too. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm here for more than just to throw the football around. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I gotta take gotta take care of myself in order to do that. They gotta go to work. You know what I'm saying? I gotta make sure we got a roof over our heads. That's real. Um, but I don't. It's curious to me why we have that that sense of especially daddy. Um, can you can you come outside and play? And we gotta feel all bad about it. We shouldn't do that. I don't yeah, think we should. Real. But granted, when you have time, you should definitely do it. Yeah, I, I, I truly believe that. Um, but that's yeah, that's here or there. I can keep rambling about that. Yeah, and, <clears> yeah, yeah. So, man, that's when I tell you it's a struggle for me, man. Like mm-hmm. that guilt trip is so real. You yeah, know? I feel guilty when you know, and it take. I've and I talk to so many people. You know, sometimes I ain't even necessarily talking about that. I was on a podcast, a, a podcast called Surviving. <clears throat> it ain't come out yet, so y'all be looking forward to that, man. Mm-hmm. Um, if there's these women out in uh, Miami, it's like some mothers. They got like a like a motherhood podcast, and I guess they uh, seen me on Instagram, and they were like, you know, they wanted to invite some fathers on to talk some fatherhood. Or right, so, right. You know, as we were talking on the podcast, you know, they they they. I was telling them my daily routine, mm-hmm. and then one of the women was like, "When when do you come in?" Mm-hmm. I was like, "I don't really." No. <laughs> and they were like, "That's not good." Yeah, yeah. I was like, "That's not good." And they mm-hmm. was like, "As women, we don't we don't get guilty." Right. I was like, "They don't, they don't, man." <laughs> They don't. <laughs> but listen, it was like when we need time, we gonna get our time. Right, right. And we ain't feeling guilty. We 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 got to be in that bathroom. We got to go lay in that bed and be on our phone. Whatever. Go entertain yourself. <laughs> exactly. And, and they and they was like, you know, so we think that she was like, you know, it was good, you know, to hear this from a dad because from a mother's perspective, we don't really think about mm-hmm. the dad perspective. You right. Know? And I was just kind of telling them, you know, like, it, yeah, I, I do feel guilty at times for taking a break. Mm-hmm. You know, just saying, man, I'm mentally, I'm not here. Right. And a lot of times it's just hard. You know, like I'm dealing with this podcast. Mm-hmm. You know, I got school. Right. That right. I, that's all. That's never ending. Right. For right now. Um, Working and I work in a warehouse. Yeah. So I'm physically demanding. Physically demanding. Yeah. Oh. Then I got my graphic design stuff that I do. So if that something like that come up, then right. that's something that I got to put on top of the load. Then you know ministry, you know mm-hmm. people come to me with ministry questions. You know mm-hmm. just got to be a servant, right? Right. You know and stuff like that. All of that stuff into one man. It is. It's, it's a lot, tiring, bro. It is, man. And I have for the last few weeks been getting a little better. That's good, man. With just saying, you know what. I'm gonna make this time for myself, yes, and I, I ain't, I ain't apologizing for it, you know, like, and it's been feeling good to know, just like, man, I, just telling my wife, hey, man, listen, babe, I'm, I'm about to go to this basketball game, mm-hmm. game tonight, mm-hmm. kids staying home, because <laughs> in times past, you know, even when I go to the basketball game, I got all the kids with me, yeah, because I'm like, dang, and a lot of times I would do that because I want to give my wife, wife a break too, a break, mm-hmm. so I still do that stuff, but. There's times when I know I done gave a break throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Man, listen, babe, it's Friday. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to be at the game tonight. So, 
I'll see y'all in a little bit. Right, right. And just practicing on, I ain't feeling bad about it. Mm -hmm. She going to be all right. Mm -hmm. You know it. Right, right. Come home. My wife is all right. She in the bed chilling. The kids sleep. They good. I had my time to myself, and now I can come home. I really right. love my wife. Exactly. Exactly. Man, I want to go yeah. there, bro. I want to go to marriage. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I want to go to my, marriage, bro. Favorite part right there. Hey, <laughs> how has marriage been, man? Talk about the dynamic of marriage, you know, and how, uh, talk about it from your, your, from your perspective, man. Yeah. How has marriage been to you? Dude, I mean, as I have such an awesome wife, man. Yeah. I think that's, I cannot like overestimate. I can't over oversay it. You know, I it's just I have a awesome wife. Um, yeah, we have been married now for, for going on ten years. Ten year anniversary this year, um, and it has been great, man. I yeah. mean, I mean, if I had to put a percentage on it, you know, it'd be like. Ninety-seven percent good. Yeah, okay. Two percent shaky. Yeah. One percent bad. <laughs> yeah. You know. Okay. Um, I, I think we had a lot of things early in our marriage that we had to iron out mm -hmm. um, to set the foundation for a good, good growth track. Mm -hmm. um, the the biggest, um, especially with having kids, the biggest thing for us was communication. Mm -hmm. um, it was, and that's every time we had an argument, we always was able to narrow the route down to communication. Yeah. One way or another, it was, it was falling in that gap. So I was like, okay, we got to figure this out. And it took, a, it took a long time, but men and women communicate totally different. That's what made it hard. Because hmm. we communicate totally different. We don't think to communicate when we should, and they mm -hmm. think... You should communicate. They should know when you should communicate based on when they think you should yeah. communicate. You know what I'm saying? And that's not how we just we just don't we just don't think like that. So once we got that ironed out, um, we have it's been smooth sailing, man. I can't I can't even picture or fathom a, a better a better marriage in my eyes. Yeah, uh, especially juggling the kids, trying to be on one accord with everything. Um, because the kids can't see division, they can't see you know arguing. Yeah. They can't see a lot. Of, they can't see a lot of things. Um, you got to kind of keep that kind of tucked in, so they always know that mommy and daddy loves each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I just, I just love it. I mean, it's it's been all, but like I said, like I said, mostly good, man. It's mostly great, actually. It's been amazing That's from real. my aspect. That's real, man. <laughs> Marriage is like. Like you say, those those early years, man, it be it's hard. Boy, I about to throw out the window a couple times, bro. <laughs> Open up the window. <laughs> yeah, those yeah. early years, man, they be there. But I think they're the most important they years, are. man. Those early hard years, mm -hmm. because like once you, when you look at it, you know, like you said, we, I think this year we hit nine years. And maybe we'll hit nine years. Yeah, just 2011, 2012. Yeah, we hit nine years this year. And those beginning years were like such a hard, they were shaking. Yeah, man. Shake. And then, you know, having kids and those early years mm -hmm. getting used to having children and all that. Right. 
But I would say now, going into our ninth year, man, we've learned to communicate. Right. That communication is like... It's everything, man. It's at the top of the... If there's a ladder, it's at the top of the ladder, but mm-hmm. it ain't nothing more important than it, man. That mm-hmm. communication and understanding the dynamic of a woman. Mm-hmm. Man, they are, they're different, bro. Mm-hmm. They're different creatures, That's it, bro. man. So I, I don't even... At this point in my life, you... Dude, I don't even try to understand. I mean, I, I, I just try to observe and collect yeah, patterns, yeah. basically. And I go off those patterns. I don't even try to understand them no more. Yeah. Because somebody said, um, like, men have minds like boxes. I forget yeah. who said this. Um, boxes that's ink that um, that's connected by one string, yeah. right? And in order to get something out the next box, you have to close this box. Yeah. Shove it to the side and open this new box one thing at a time. Yeah. Right. And sometimes when you when you're having a conversation, okay, I'm in this one box, but you automatically then you start going into a different box. Now I'm not paying attention no more because yeah. I, I gotta close this box up first. Let me All close right. this box up. Um, it's it's a way of thinking that they're not used to because their brains are like. You ever seen those um. Those wire brushes, yeah. Um, yeah. So I forget what they call. Um, white, whatever. Um, it's like a like a spool of spaghetti. Yeah. Right. They don't have boxes. No such thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a whole bunch of spaghetti wrapped around each other in a big old ball. Everything is connected. They can yeah. see. They can see how this person's life is connected to this person's child's school. They can mm-hmm. just do it, and it's all wrapped, <clears throat> and it's all based upon emotion. Mm-hmm. everything with them mm-hmm. is based upon emotion so once I realized that my brain is just not wired like yeah. theirs I it's stopped I, yeah I stopped trying to stop trying to assume mm-hmm. right I just cut it off I'm like okay this here's where communication come in yeah let me get clarification so you want me to go to the store and pick up an onion okay yeah <laughs> now what kind of onion are you looking for? <laughs> yeah, okay. Because uh, you, because they already think right. they already know. Okay, in their mind, I'm thinking of a yellow onion. Okay. So when I come home with a Vidalia onion, yeah, you get upset with me. Yeah. That's just a, that's just <laughs> bad communication there. <laughs> you didn't tell me what kind of shredded cheese to buy. Okay. So I got the generic. You know we ain't never right. get no shredded, no generic shredded cheese. We going in the, we gonna get <laughs> said shredded cheese or shoot. That's mm-hmm. it. But when, cause like once oh. I understand that, once I understood that that aspect of it, like I said it was it's been life changing for me. And not only that, is that whenever you, whenever we got in an argument, we have to realize that I always looked at my wife. We learned it at one of our marriage um, seminars. We, you have to look at your wife as a full length mirror. Hmm. Right, she is there from my perspective now. Um, she is there to reflect the imperfections in you. Mm-hmm. Right, so you always there's when there's a problem, mm-hmm. there's not a problem with her. There's a problem with you. Mm-hmm. Look deep down. It's hard. It's hard. Look deep down yeah. to find out what are you doing wrong. What could you be doing better before trying to accuse her. That's real. Long as I do that, man. That's real. I have not. I mean, we had maybe one argument over the past like three years or something like that. Like yeah. And 
it's been it's been it's been fantastic, man. Um, but it's hard to do because it's it takes every because we're prideful creatures. You know what I'm okay. saying? We, we're prideful, right? We want talk that ain't. Look, you wrong. You did this. You know you wrong for that. I don't yeah. know why I gotta explain this, and it's never gonna get anywhere. Just building up yeah. tension. But once you turn, flip that mirror around. Okay. I guess I could have said that better. Mm-hmm. I guess I could have picked up the phone and told her I was gonna be there another thirty minutes. Okay. Um, I, you know, what I'm saying, I, I guess I could have called her and asked her what kind of onion to get. That's real. Um, I, you know, just little things like that. It makes all the difference in my marriage. It has. Mm-hmm. Um, and. And just picking up little clues like that has been why. I mean, I believe we have a we have a wonderful marriage. That's real, mm-hmm. man. And and, <clears throat> and I love to hear that, man. You know, I, I love to hear because y'all look. Cause how old is your wife? Thirty one. So she, we all about the same age. Right. Me, you, mm-hmm. my wife, your. Mm-hmm. It's I love to hear those. Uh, a testimony like that of marriage mm-hmm. because people try to paint these pictures that marriage don't work or something like yeah. or you know you can't get married when you're young and all of these and you know we i know y'all probably heard some of that same stuff mm-hmm. you know like oh you gotta live your life right that's it that's exactly what say all these things but we live in testimonies right. of that bro like marriage can work mm-hmm. marriage it ain't the fact it's never the fact that the marriage ain't working marriage is marriage right it's you, you, you know, it's, and and, right. I, and that's what we have to get in our heads. It ain't the fact that I don't care if you get married and you you twenty, you mm-hmm. nineteen, right? If your marriage don't work, it ain't because marriage don't work. It's because you ain't work right out with marriage. Exactly, you didn't understand some things about marriage mm-hmm. and about relationships and about your wife or oh. your husband. Yes, sir. It's always y'all mm-hmm. and not marriage. And people put it on marriage, 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 marriage ain't this, marriage ain't that. Or, Man, I love man. Mm-hmm. I, I've I've had my ups and downs with it. Mm-hmm. I've had my hard times, you know. But through it all, marriage has made me a better man. Absolutely. Wonderful. I've learned so much. Like you say about learning, uh, mm-hmm. looking at your wife. Mm-hmm. Man, I've learned so much about myself through my wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's man. amazing, man. It's it's absolutely amazing. Crazy. I'm not gonna go to preaching again. So I'm not gonna... <laughs> Bro, listen. <laughs> Boy, and one thing I love about my wife, <clears throat> my wife ain't she ain't afraid to tell me about my son. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she gonna give me the one hundred and ten percent real version of what I need. And she gonna tell me straight up, you just don't like being wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and she gonna tell me straight about yeah. you. You you that's your problem. You just don't like being wrong. Mm-hmm. You don't want you you mad right now. Because you wrong. Right. And you trying everything in your power to not just be like, you know what, I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. And then when she say Pride, something like man. that, I be mad. Well, what you mean? What you mean? And then once I, you know, because I'm very powerful, bro. Yeah. You know, especially when it comes to stuff like, I I, I don't be wanting to be wrong because I just be like, dang, bro. <laughs> she right about something else. You know? Yeah. And, yeah. And, and honestly, bro, sometimes I just don't want to give her the satisfaction. Right. <laughs> Annoying right she was right. Pride is man, the biggest. It, it will rip a marriage in half, oh man. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, I just don't be wanting to give her the satisfaction. The no, like, dang. And right. lately, I just, I honestly been worse. Maybe, like, start last year. Like, I because we, we had a rough patch last year. 
and I had to really think, take that into consideration. Like, mm-hmm. man, you know what, bro? Just, just be wrong, bro. Right. And right. and and like my wife had to explain to me also. She she told me one day because we had this situation. It was so petty, bro. It's always this petty. One, looking back at it, so it's petty, petty, bro. <laughs> so we had just moved into the house. Mm-hmm. This is last September. We had just moved into the house or whatever. I think I left in the morning to take the kids to school. It was a Monday. I'd be all, I'm off on Mondays. I took the kids to school. Most of the time when I take the kids to school, I come back home. She's gone. She She's going to work. Right. So I got back home. The door was unlocked. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey, bro, she just going to leave the door unlocked? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I text her like, you know you left the door unlocked, right? Mm-hmm. She was like, I didn't go out the door. I went through the garage. I'm like, so, okay, I understand that. But why you ain't, why didn't you look at, like, at least check and see if the door was unlocked? Yeah. She was like, okay, yeah, I could have did that, but you left the door unlocked <laughs> because you went out that door. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm like, but I know that you was home. Yeah. And she was like, you knew I was home, but even if I am home, you should always lock the door behind yourself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because you don't know if I'm what I could be in there taking a shower or when exactly in sleep. You should lock the door. Mm-hmm. That got me hot. I ain't even gonna fry that thing. Got me hot. I was like, so you know, I'm kind of like, man, what you mean? Like, you should lock. You should be anytime you leave the house. You should always look and check and see if the mm-hmm. doors are like she was like, and I told you I understand that. Right. But you still, <laughs> we ain't talking about that. I told you that. Okay, I took responsibility for that. Right. I'm telling you that you should. You left the door unlocked. Right. Right. And you just still haven't acknowledged that. Mm-hmm. So we went on and on. We I took it to a whole other place right. where it shouldn't have even went. Exactly. And after like. 10 minutes of us texting, arguing. She mm-hmm. was just like, I can't believe, like, right. this is so childish. Mm-hmm. You going on and on and on about nothing. Yeah, man. And I was just like, I just had to sit back and look and be like, bro, all I could have just been said is, you know what, you right, Ben. Next, I lock the door. So simple. She, she would have had a nice day. <laughs> you would have had a nice day. Everybody would, oh, but you got to knock that pride down. That's a hard thing to do as a so, man. So easy, bro. <laughs> Ever since then, I lock the door every time. Yeah. Simple stuff, yeah, bro. Man. Like, lit is the most simple thing. Because she was like, in the mornings, I don't go out the front door. I just mm-hmm. go out the garage. Right. Okay, cool. Man, bro, it's demo. That's how. Marriage be that simple, Exactly. Bro. Exactly. And I, and I think the reason why some marriages don't work is because those little things don't go unaddressed, mm-hmm. right? And they just start to add up. Little things like, super stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Onions and, <laughs> and and door unlocked and stuff yeah. like that start to unlock. All of a sudden, you start to build um, this this animosity toward her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The animosity toward a lifelong partner. All and right. that's, just, that's never a recipe for success. No. But yeah, I'm glad you shared that story, man, because that's I mean, and, and knowing how to, looking back at it, how to um, how to address it now. That's real. Saying, learning from it, learning from your mistakes, and p- keep on pressing on because there's gonna be more. Yes. Um, but okay, <laughs> you already know it. But yeah, so for all y'all out there that's listening, yes, that are either married or even thinking about getting married, bro, it's a simple thing, very simple, but it's hard also. 
Simple but hard. Very hard. And I say hard because it's hard to cast out, cast down your pride and just tell yourself, man, she right. Yeah. And I promise, bro, everything will be so (laughs) much like, and it's just simple. It ain't, it ain't the end of the world because I was wrong or, and some people might say, well, you, but that, you, you, it wasn't wrong. She still could, man, bro, listen, all that technical stuff don't matter. (laughs) That's it. I can leave out the door when I take my kids to school mm-hmm. and lock the door. Right. Simple as that. I love Problem it, solved. I love so, it. yeah. Great example, man. <laughs> Problem solved, man. So, what's one aspect of parenting that you want to be better at? Um, I like to... I want to, growing up, me growing up, I, it just wasn't, you know, most people, most, you know, most people had this story of, you know, had a lot of money growing up, whatever, whatever. But I think struggling growing up instilled a lot of values in mm-hmm. me, hard work, dedication, motivation, uh, persistence, perseverance, mm-hmm. um, all these things was molded to me through experience mm-hmm. that I had to go through. And I worked hard to make sure that my children don't go through that, mm-hmm. right? Hard thing for me is to instill those same values mm-hmm. in my children without having them going through the, those experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, it is extremely, extremely difficult um, because sometimes the best teacher is experience and they don't really understand what struggle is or what, why do you need motivation? Why do you need persistence? Um, you know what I'm saying? If they didn't, haven't had to really use it. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to mold it in different aspects of their life so they can have those characteristics growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, may, they were beneficial for me. That's So that's all I know. Yeah. I know. So I'm going to try to put that in my children. I'm going to try to put all the positive that I've done in my life and try to instill that to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only that, man, Engaging into, into all aspects of the child, um, mm-hmm. mentally, physically, and spiritually. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to engage into them is something that I tack into each one of those as a father is something that I really need to, to hone in on and mm-hmm. be be better at. Be, be better at. Uh, so that's something I'm working on, man. It's just it's it's, it's, it's <clears throat> a challenge. Though. It's a challenge. That's mm-hmm. real. Hey, man, we all got something to work on, man. And I think it's just important to, to realize those things and, you know, day by day. Like, it's, it's an yeah. everyday thing. Every day we're, right, right. we're working toward that. But it's hard to work towards something that you don't know that you're working toward. Like, right, right. when you ain't got nothing, like, Goals. you got you, you got to have a goal. You got to be conscious about it and intentional about it. Like, this thing right here, I want to spend more time with my kids. Boom. Okay, that's a goal. Mm-hmm. Now... Put that, that into action and start structuring a schedule out for yourself. Mm-hmm. Carving time because I, I do say I, I say this right here. At times, we'll say stuff like, "I don't have, I didn't have time to do certain things." Mm-hmm. I don't think it's not the fact that we didn't have that time. time. That's we it, didn't bro. make time That's for it. it. Exactly. exactly. And so that be my focus, like. Instead of trying to find time, because when you f- trying to find it, you ain't gonna never find it. That's it. it. <laughs> that thing gonna remain <laughs> hidden. 
But That's when you it. say, you know, I'm gonna make time, mm-hmm. you can make it. If you if you if you intentional about, it, you can carve that into. Okay, I'm gonna make time for this. I ain't finding it. If I I can have this, but I ain't man, I ain't I couldn't find it. I looked for it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we'll we'll say that. Right. But uh, mm-hmm. yeah. So everybody got something they can work on, man. You know. So y'all y'all, I, I pray that all my brothers out there listening, you know. Yeah. Find that something that you can work on and work toward it because we all can be better, you know. Mm-hmm. But if we don't recognize that we can be better, we'll never try to be better. That's it. That's it. So, uh, boom, few more questions, man. What do you want your kids to remember about you? Mm. Mm. Dang. Boy, that's yeah. a good one right there. Um... <laughs> I just want them, man, to really understand, know that daddy always had their best interest in mind. Mm-hmm. Daddy would sacrifice his own life mm-hmm. for his children. I want them to know that. Uh, daddy mm-hmm. would sacrifice his own life for his children. Straight up. Um, and... If they could remember that man, and just and just know not only that man, just and know that I'm always there for him. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I just I'm not. I'm never going to stop being a daddy. I'm sure. Never going to stop. So if they can just get those concepts in their mind, man, I will consider like my fatherhood journey and a pretty successful one, man. That's right. They know they can they can talk to me about anything. Yeah. You know, I don't want to be able to talk to me about anything. That's real. Yeah, that was a that was a hard question though, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Trying to leave that legacy right, behind. That's man. it. That's real. <clears throat> if no, um, what, what, what's your favorite TV dad, and which TV dad are you most like? Explain TV dad. What are you talking about? Oh, uh, like, you know, Family Matters. Oh my uh, goodness, I got you. You know, I got all you. your daddies on on, on, on TV. <laughs> Carl Winslow. <laughs> Ooh, man. <laughs> uh, man, if I had to pick one real, I'm going Uncle Phil. Uncle Phil. I'm going Uncle Phil. <laughs> I'm going Uncle Phil all day, man. That man, yeah. um, he was, he had a, a different, he had a, a personality where he was stern. He was he was kind of strict. He mm-hmm. had comical kind of sides to him. Um, but at the end of the day, you know Uncle Phil was a good father. All right. Nobody can question the fact that Uncle Phil was a good father. Straight so up. when you look at me, I want you, you all things aside, Straight up. just know that daddy, that he, I, I handled my business and I know I was a good father. Yeah. So that's what, I mean... Uncle Phil, man. Yeah, that's he t- real. T- took care of his business. That's like, that's real. I, that's, that's that's I like real. that one. <laughs> that's real, man. If there's oh, if you could give the 18 year old version of Andre one piece of advice, what would you say to that young man? Eighteen year old Andre, boy. <laughs> Hey, when you see this girl on campus named Rethia Felder, make sure you cop her. 
Right, don't 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 don't, don't think don't think twice about it, right? Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, go ahead and marry her as soon as possible. Okay. And invest early. Okay. Not yeah. only invest financially, invest in yourself spiritually, invest mm. in yourself educationally, mm. and invest in yourself. Yeah. Um, and I think you'd be a whole lot better. That's something I didn't really do growing up. Then I didn't. Didn't think about myself. I didn't invest in myself. Mm-hmm. So that's it, man. That's uh, that's what I would tell him. That's real. And hopefully he take it uh, take it in heat. That's real. That's take it real. In, take it and go with it, baby. Just go with it. <laughs> invest in yourself, please, 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 please. <laughs> we don't say nothing else today. Please, dance or anybody else out there listening, invest in yourself, please. You know, because for those of us that are parents. Your children will appreciate that once they get older. And you will also appreciate that as you get older. And those around you will appreciate that as you get older. Everyone will benefit from you investing in yourself. Because if you don't invest in yourself, you will never be who you could be. Because we all can be something great. But Mm -hmm. if you're not investing in yourself... You're going to be just who you are mm-hmm. right now forever. That's it. And it's it. probably something less if you don't begin to invest in yourself because you eventually start to move backwards. Mm-hmm. And that's what we don't want, man. So invest in yourself. Also, you know, standing still yeah. is the okay. same as moving backwards. Okay. Straight up. Straight so, up, man. The only way, you got to keep on investing. Easy. The more birthdays you have, the more you should keep on investing. That's real. That's so real, man. So, uh, one more question, man. For any, um, if there's any dad out there listening right now, man, what's one thing you would say to them? What's one thing you want to say to the dads out there? Uh, children are a gift, not a burden. I can leave it real simple like that. Children are a gift, not burdens. Hmm. You know, um, it's it's easy to get them mixed up sometimes. It's when mm-hmm. they start asking for stuff and they start getting real annoying. Um, but it's been the <clears throat> so treat them as such. You know, mm-hmm. treat them how you treat your most vi- the best gift that you've ever received in your mm-hmm. life. Think about how you treated that gift. Hmm. You know. Whether you just throw it on the floor and step all on it, probably not. You probably have it on the. Uh, if you, you use it every day, you probably take really good care of it. You know what I'm saying? Um, you probably cherish it. You probably want it to last for a long time. That's right. <laughs> uh, just try to. But if you get that old, you know, cup for Christmas, you know, this might maybe not be the, you know, <laughs> or somebody give you a a, a, a fish. <laughs> for Christmas, yeah. it's more or less a bird. I got, I got to work for that. Yeah. <laughs> you may yeah. not treat that one. It may, not, may not let that, let that one die. Straight up. Um, but yeah, I think that's, um, I think that's a good. I can give you so many of, so many um, tips like that. But I think, I think that'd be the one for for father. I think that's misconstrued sometimes. It, sometimes you get wrapped up in our own lives and forget that children are one of the greatest gifts that we could possibly have in this world. That's real. Spoken like a true father, man. Mm. Spoken like a true father, but yeah, man, that's it for the day, man. That was a. I, I think we we covered all our bases today. 
And uh, this right here was good, man. You know, I, I learned so much just sitting down with you, Brian. Mm-hmm. You know, you an encouragement to me, you know, to see you continuing to push forward, man, and, you know, continuing to be great. You know, I, I every time I see another great father out there, man, that just gives me even more encouragement to keep on pushing, man, because I know that, you know, the next generation looking at us, the right, next generation it. depends on us, man, so... Uh, when I see another brother in action with me, man, I can't do nothing but show love, bro. That's it, real man. for real. Hey, man, I appreciate you having me on, man. That's get up. I'm, I love what you're doing. I, the concept is absolutely amazing. The implement, implementation has been flawless. So just keep it up, man. Just keep it oh, up yeah. and keep recruiting. Uh, he has, as long as you need me, man, now I'd be a uh, supporter of the channel yeah. as long as possible. Straight uh, up. As long as you, you know, keep this going. And um, cause it's gonna be a great thing. Cause when you get on TV, bro, don't be forgetting yeah, about. Okay, me. for real, for real. Me, in fact, we want. We gonna work on this 4K <laughs> camera for you, boy. Though. Yeah, we gonna work sir. on the 4K camera yeah, for him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we gonna we gonna we gonna get that this year. That's a goal for Dad. Can we talk? We gonna get y'all some good video content, man. Mm-hmm. You know, but right now we gonna work with what we got, and we can dig it and, right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> hey, man, we uh. Yeah, we're we going to continue pushing, man. Another shout-out to my man, T. Whitey, man, for lending us this great space at 6 O'Clock Studios, man. Uh, I can't thank my brother enough, man. Mm-hmm. You know, this is definitely uh, it's top of the line. It's right. nice, man. Um, yeah, listen, good brother right there, man. So I just want to send another shout-out to my man, T. Whitey. Uh, shout-out to all my dads out there, all my supporters, man. <clears throat> Y'all are, y'all are everything, man. Y'all, y'all keep keep this thing going. Y'all keep keep it pushing, man. And uh, y'all continue to do what y'all do, man. Continue to be great. All the other fathers out there, man. Just continue doing what we're doing. That's all we can do. Continue pushing. Continue walking. Continue running. Keep it moving. Right. We cannot become discouraged and feel like you want to stop, man. That's so, it. Uh, yeah, man. This episode 42, um, we'll be back again next, I won't be back next week, but I'll be back in two weeks, man. So, um, yeah, y'all be looking forward for March. I'm planning a big um, round table with some leaders of the community, man. I want it, it's going to be, we're going to call it the state of the nation. Mm-hmm. And when I say the nation, I want this to be a uh, something for all of our black men, black fathers. Uh, we're going to talk about the state of our nation, you know, of our community, because I believe that we need a space that's for us. Right. Some place where we can come and talk with one another, uh, everyone that comes and is a part of this is going to be from different parts of the community and we gonna sit down we might have some differences and we gonna talk those differences out like men should and we're gonna come up with solutions so y'all stay tuned for that man probably either the second week in march or the fourth week in march so yeah we're in the planning stages of that man so that's gonna be big, man. It's gonna be, it's gonna be powerful, man. So y'all stay tuned for that right there. But uh, as for now, 
We out of here, man. It's bad. Can we talk? Yes, sir. We out.